Welcome to another episode of Better Black Than Never. I am your host, Tavarnis King, and I am thrilled to be spending some time with you today. Happy Friday to all of you who can hear that without shaking your heads. Uh, We're still looking at a lot of people without power in Texas. So if you're in Texas or you have family members or friends or loved ones of any sort in Texas, shout out to you. And you know what? Prayers up for people in Texas, the good people in Texas. Hopefully you guys make it through. We are rooting for you. And all I will say on top of that is Ted Cruz ain't shit. (laughs) But I think we already knew that, right? That's not new information. Fuck him. I'm not going to spend any time on that motherfucker right there. Today is Friday, so we want to so we want to make today a quick one to let you guys enjoy the weekend. However, you guys are going to try your best to enjoy the weekend here in New York City. I am going to make an effort to get out even today to go and enjoy the snow a little bit, to enjoy the snowy scenery, take some photos, etc., etc. So I'm definitely looking forward to the weekend myself. Of course, all this must be done safely, which means masking up. According to the CDC, that now means two masks, which is uncomfortable as fuck, but it is why it is. We got to be grown ups and do what we got to do and gloving up as well so we don't touch anything. But once we get all that shit out of the way, I'm definitely going to go out there and try and enjoy myself. And I hope wherever you're listening to me, you can find some kind of enjoyment in the weekend coming up as well. So we're going to keep today short and sweet. There's really just one thing I want to talk about that I don't think enough intention is being brought to this. Uh, So I want to use today's news as an opportunity to talk about it. So let's jump right into it. So if you've been following the news today specifically, you know that today officially the United States rejoined the Paris Agreement on Climate Change which is great news, okay? There's no, unless you're a fucking moron, there's no other way to look at this but as great news because for all of the things that we have to figure out, specifically structural racism and white supremacy, figuring all that shit out means nothing if there's no planet to live on, right? And so while I know that I specifically, and many others, we may talk a lot about all of the ways that we need to recognize and fight structural racism. The truth of the matter, the truth of the matter is, in addition to that, and quite honestly, more important than that, we have to fight climate change because we can get all this shit straight as much as we want to. If the fucking planet just goes to shit, it, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day, right? Uh, and so Getting back into the Paris Agreement on Climate Change today was a fucking important thing. The problem is, man, we were out of it for four years because of this dumb motherfucker saying dumb shit about, hey, the Paris Accord means that you care more about the citizens of Paris than you do the citizens of Pittsburgh, which is always stupid. Like, people who hear that kind of shit and believes it, I mean... I really just feel sorry for you because you dumb as a fucking rock, okay? It's called the Paris Agreement because it was signed in Paris. It's not specifically focused on the people of Paris. The fuck is wrong with you, man? Damn. Like, I can't, like, I don't really have the capacity to have compassion for people that dumb and, and people so willing to believe such stupidness. 
and again, we're probably talking about people who watch a lot of Fox News, a lot of Tucker Carlson. And like I said before, if you're watching those motherfuckers, it's because you want to be lied to. If you're watching those motherfuckers and you listen to people like Rush Limbaugh who died and thank God for that. Thank goodness for that. May he rot in hell with gasoline jaws on. If you listen to these motherfuckers, it's because you want lies because the truth is readily available. It isn't like the truth is hidden from you, especially not nowadays. You can sit on the fucking toilet, take a shit in Google and find out the truth about shit. So it isn't as if the information is hidden from you. You just choose to believe lies. You choose to believe falsehoods. Okay. The Paris Accord is about climate change and what we need to do as a society to address this issue before it's too late. Now, truthfully, the clock is running out big time, man. The clock is running out big time and we're going to see what we can do. But what we're seeing over in Texas is just an example of the kind of extreme weather events you can experience. We can experience if we don't start getting a handle on climate change. But I do want to focus on specifically today the racial impact, the racial inequity that is deeply buried in the climate change conversation because it needs to be addressed. The fact of the matter is if you're black, you're more likely to be impacted by things like environmental racism than if you're white. And the fact of the matter is as a black person, you actually contribute less to pollution than white people but then you suffer the most from pollution there are many studies about this you can go online and google it there are pun- there are plenty of studies that actually address this issue you can actually even go to i think washington post did a great article on this sometime in the last year or so kind of breaking down where all the studies are what the numbers are and etc cetera, etc cetera. and it kind of stuck in my mind that we really don't talk about the racial impact of climate change and these climate disasters enough because the fact of the matter is for example in the south black people are more likely to live in places that will experience flooding Another example is environmental racism black people are more likely to live in places that will experience dumping and all types of crazy ass shit such as polluted drinking water which is what we saw in flint and so climate change and environmental racism is real and so when we actually talk about things like rejoining the paris accord and fighting climate change we're not only talking about doing things for the entire planet we're doing things that's going to have a disproportionate impact on black and brown people because we're more highly impacted by climate change. Not only are we living in and situated in areas that are more prone to to things such as flooding, because of wealth disparity, we don't have the means by which to get away from areas that are, that are going to be by climate disasters. Okay, that becomes another part of it, right? Because at the end of the day, wealth gives you the ability to be mobile gives you the ability to get away from things give you the ability to change shit up if things not working out and so if you're a part of a group that's been held down as it pertains to your ability to create wealth to create generational wealth to create wealth for your family your ability to get away from for example those areas in the south that are hardest hit by flooding you need money to get away from that you need money to actually move out of those areas into areas that are more inland and safer. 
But if your group already is poorer because of systematic racism and structural racism, less of you, if at all any of you, will be able to actually move out of those areas into safer areas. And so at the end of the day, it becomes one of those things where we need to address this issue of climate change as a people, specifically as black people, because of how much it impacts us, how much it impacts our people. We need to talk about it more. And I know that there are plenty of black people who actually are involved in the climate change fight. I never wanted to make it seem as if, and unfortunately this is something that happens all the fucking time. So often the media just wants to put out front the white people, the white talking heads, but there are plenty of black folks who are fighting the fight against climate change, who are fighting the fight against climate change in their neighborhoods by doing things as seemingly simple as planting trees and trying to get gardens up because of because because of redlining, black people were pushed into ghettos and places that were underserved. And one of the one of the ways that these areas were underserved is that there are no trees. There are so very little trees. And so without trees, you have an increase of greenhouse gases, but also an increase of carbon dioxide in the air. That ain't good. Okay. That's not good for our people. And so we have areas I know here in Brooklyn, New York, I can definitely go into a lot of black neighborhoods and there's not a tree anywhere in sight. It's just pavement. That is a climate disaster happening right now. That is a climate environmental disaster happening right now. That if I mean, my goodness, praise to you if you happen to be someone who has asthma in that kind of scenario in that living environment. And so approaching and getting back into the climate change fight is important, but not just important for the country as a whole. It is important for our people, and it is one of those things that we need to start talking about this more loudly. We need to start talking about this when we hang out with our friends because we're going to come out of COVID. I mean, clearly, that is something that's going to happen, right? And we haven't talked a lot about COVID on this podcast because there's so many other things going on, but we're going to talk, we're going to definitely get out of COVID, right? However, Getting out of COVID will mean nothing if ultimately we destroy the planet. Getting out of COVID will mean nothing. I'm going to say it again. If ultimately we've destroyed the planet and if we destroy the planet, the first communities, the first group of people who are going to go down will be black people. And we've seen this often because when Katrina hit New Orleans, a huge percentage of black folks could not get away because they don't own cars. They don't have the financial wherewithal to have a car, so they couldn't get away. And so, unfortunately, you know, you know, they they passed on. And it's one of those things where it's like we are in the crosshairs of climate change because of years and years of systematic racism in the form of things like redlining and underdevelopment of our neighborhoods under under investment in our in our neighborhoods the health disparities that that happens in our neighborhoods the wealth disparity and there are certain places in this country for example if you're black i think it's, i think it's georgia once again the south if you're black you're more likely not to have an air conditioner that's a fucked up position to be in when we have all these heat waves that we have to deal with every fucking year Every fucking year we're breaking records on heat waves and you are here and you don't have an air conditioner and you don't have air conditioning simply because you're black. 
simply because the structures and the mechanisms that exist just made it so that because of your brown skin, your black skin, you are least likely to have an AC. It's fucked up. And that's one of the many ways environmental racism and climate change affects us as black and brown people on a huge scale. So, as always, what can we do about it? Well, A, we need to get more involved. There are a lot of black people involved in the climate conversation, but we need more of us to get involved. We need more of us to get out here and to join local organizations that are putting together plans on how to help specifically the black community combat this. Like I said a moment ago, if you're in, I mean, I know we have this in New York City where you can join organizations who whole premise is to plant trees in underserved, underrepresented neighborhoods. Find programs like that in your hood. Find programs like that in your town, especially if you're black. Join the conversation. Call your representatives and tell them, like, we have to approach this and we have to go big. Like, we can't fucking be on the edges of this. We have to go big because it's going to affect our people. It's going to impact poorer people first and the hardest because people with money can get away. People with money can move. People with money can pack everything up and go elsewhere where the climate impact is not as severe, if at all. That is not something the vast majority of black folks can do. And so put your energy towards that as well. Talk about it on your social medias. Talk about it with your family members and get involved in organizations. You know, put your put those Google and Twitter fingers to good use and actually find these organizations in your area and join them and get in on the fight. And on top of that, call your congressmen, call your your senators. Political action. This is one of those this is one of those items where we can't fix this through, you know, economic empowerment, which is a whole nother thing we need to talk about. You know, so often we get caught up in this idea in the black community that economic empowerment is going to change everything. That's not true because you can make all the money if the structure around you is such that it does not allow for that money to be reinvested in a black community. You can make all the monies and the community will still be in shit. But again, that's another conversation for another day, okay? What we want to talk about today specifically is that we need to make sure that we are getting involved in the climate conversation. It affects us the most, even though compared to white folks, we produce the least amount of waste. We produce the least amount of pollution, and yet we are affected the most by pollution. It's a fucked up set of circumstances, but we got to begin the fight by getting in the fight. And so that's my time for today. That's what I want to focus on today. I got to go handle this snow. (laughs) I got to go do my snow work. But thank you for joining me today. I will hit you guys up on Monday. But between now and then, stay safe. Stay warm. And if you're in Texas, prayers up to you. I hope you guys make it. All right. Deuces, everybody. (laughs) 